0: Go to Anthony Broom from the TheWolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders. He is standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man?
1: Oh, you know, just another day here in uh, in uh, maybe paradise isn't the word. I'm looking outside and there's snow everywhere, but another another productive weekend, huh?
0: Yeah, you know what? You get uh, at least another week of big conversation i think it will extend beyond this weekend michigan should take care of business against iowa but let's start with the ohio state game anthony uh what what was the standout moment for you i think
1: that i mean just the game in general uh, you know you'd objectively take a step back you you go back and rewatch that game one of the best games of the college football season you know i know that there's you know you have your shootouts in the Pac-12 and the Big 12 and you have the basketball on grass and you have and then the flip side of that is that you have whatever it is the Big 10 West plays but this was a game where you know you had fireworks on both sides uh, it wasn't super high scoring so every possession counted every first down counted every yard counted and you know even with Michigan, you know, going up by two scores in the fourth quarter, Ohio State has the ball with under a minute to go with a chance to take the lead, you know, on Michigan's side of the field. So th- that game had everything, um, you know, signature moment, obviously, you know, there's a number of things you can point to. I mean, for me, it's you, know, you don't want to see a guy like Zach Sinner go down, but to score on the very next play, um uh, you know, that's, that stuff that's right out of a movie. And then to end the game, you have a guy like Rod Moore who really hasn't, I don't want to say he hasn't played well this year, but he's been injured, hasn't really been his normal vintage Rod Moore self. An Ohio guy, didn't get an offer from Ohio State. He makes the game-sealing interception as Ohio State's driving to try and win the game. Um, a ton of moments like that. It was great theater, great atmosphere. Um, yeah, I mean, just it was just kind of a program-affirming moment for the Wolverines.
0: It really was. I again. I haven't been to every big game at the big house, but from the outside looking in, what's transpired the all year really going back to the suspension, the self imposed suspension of Harbaugh to start the season. The expectations on this team, something that hasn't been talked about, how these coaches threw six games minus Harbaugh, and I mean every coach on that staff and these players that they never lost focus of the goal to finish the regular season twelve and zero. And really, we all knew going in that three-game stretch at Penn State, at Maryland, Ohio State at home was going to be the season, and they delivered through all that noise, through all that BS. And now they're going to play an Iowa team that is ten and two. They are 18th ranked. Uh, I get they can't score. The over/under is at 35 and a half. That seems to favor Michigan being minus 23. A Wolverines blowout is what the odds makers are predicting on the DraftKings Sportsbook Big board, Uh, your thoughts on Iowa? Is it sitting there as a trap game?
1: Trap game probably isn't the right word because there has to be a dangerous trap to fall into. This this (laughs) team can't score; they can't they can't move the football. So, you know that alone. I mean, if Michigan scores a touchdown in this game, Iowa's probably cooked. Unless there's you know something crazy happens, but uh, you know what? I I like this matchup for Michigan, like the same way I did a couple years ago when they played it. In that you know you're coming off this big emotional win, emotional few weeks. There's there can't be any let up because the way that Kirk Ferentz coaches that team, the way that they build their defense, they do not make mistakes. They are always where they need to be, and if you make a mistake, they will pounce on it. And then that's what you know through all the crap that they've dealt with this year, the Hawkeyes in terms of the injuries, the offense. That team hasn't flinched, in a, you know similarly to. When Michigan's been put in those tough spots, they haven't flinched. So what a game against Iowa always does, anytime you play the Hawkeyes, no matter the amount of firepower they have, is that they are going to test your focus and test your discipline and test your ability to lock back in coming off of a game like Ohio State. You know, last year, it was you go to Iowa. It's your first road trip of the year coming off of you know a, a bit of a shaky game in the Big Ten opener against Maryland. So for this, the purposes of this team... Now that you have Harbaugh back, it's it's still all hands on deck. And, you know, it's about, you know, this is year three in a row of this now. It, it is so much more about, it, there, there's more on the line than a Big Ten title now. Like, you still have to, I still think you have to win this game Saturday to punch your ticket to the playoff. I, I don't think you want to, and I don't think they will put themselves in a position where a loss, you have to wait for other things to happen. But, um, you know, they're they're bigger fish to fry now. They're bigger fish to fry than the Penn State Nittany Lions, the Ohio State Buckeyes, they're a bigger fish to fry than this game on Saturday. Everything they do now has to be refocusing themselves for the college football playoff because in this run they've had the last three years, the only narrative they haven't really killed yet is that they can win in the postseason and kind of recapture that fire, you know, from the regular season. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't—they expect it to be here. Uh, it's not like a couple years ago where. You know, you're, you're talking about a coronation and a changing of the guard. No, like Michigan rules this conference right now, and they still have so much more to play for.
0: Anthony Broome for the Wolverine.com, one of the Michigan insiders joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. So I I agree with you. Michigan's a prohibitive favorite Saturday, 23 and a half points on the DraftKings Sportsbook App Big Board. So with the W and Georgia winning, and if Washington would beat Oregon on Friday night and Florida State beats Louisville with their backup quarterback on the Seminole side, that will be your college football playoff, and more than likely it would be Michigan-Washington in the Rose Bowl in the opener. That's why I think this jockeying in the polls is kind of setting that up, and you get Georgia and Florida State in the other Sugar Bowl semifinal, where it does get interesting if Alabama beats Georgia, Michigan beats Iowa, Michigan will be the overall number one seed If Oregon beats Washington, I think they're in as a one-loss team. But you have Texas out there uh, playing Oklahoma State, so they're not going to get a lot of juice in that. You have Ohio State sitting on one loss, but their biggest win of the year is at Notre Dame or Penn State uh, at home. Uh, that, that's, Alabama lost to Texas at home, but what if they beat Georgia in the SEC title game? Good luck. You know, Michigan has the easiest path to a locked bid, I would say, and being that big favorite over Iowa.
1: Yeah, you just have to win and you're in. And I really do think with the way that everything sets up right now, um, because again, college football playoff and those matchups, it's still, it's still a TV show. It's still a product that they're assembling. And I think that, to me, the tea leaves are there that Michigan would would go to the Rose Bowl. They're probably going to play the uh, the Pac-12 champion, whoever that winds up being. Which, with the subplot of that being, you know, obviously a future conference matchup as well uh, in terms of what's coming next year. So, to me, that that feels like the most the most likely outcome, uh, whether Michigan's a one seed or not. I think that's probably the scenario we're looking at, um, and then from there, you see what happens. I, I, I have a hard time. I I don't know that the path is as easy for Ohio state to sneak in like it was last year. And not that it was easy. A lot of things had to happen, but you know, you've got that PAC 12 champion ahead of them. You've got, you know, Florida state's able to find a win. You've got, you know, you, I know there's been a lot of talk about them without Jordan Travis. You can't keep them out if they're undefeated. I think that would be wrong, especially given a team like Ohio state won the national title with a third string quarterback back in 2014. So I think an undefeated Florida state Still has the leg up. But, uh, you know, a lot to sort out to me I think maybe the most consequential uh, conference championship weekend, maybe that we've seen since the college football playoff was installed. So, really exciting I mean, some, just some great matchups coming up this weekend, too. So, a lot of teams have to win and play their way in. And Michigan, you know, to their credit, they essentially had two playoff games in Penn State and then with this game against Ohio State on Saturday. So, Saturday was a play-in game for Michigan and Ohio State, and Michigan won it, and now they're in the driver's seat.
0: Can't wait for Saturday night. Big Ten Championship Saturday. Michigan, like I said, 23.5-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Big board, the Hawkeyes of Iowa, 10-2, and number 18 in the country, 8 o'clock, that will be on Fox on Saturday night down in Indy. Anthony, appreciate the update. Uh, We'll talk Friday, and I'll get your pick on the game.
1: Sounds great. Thank you guys.